Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Concussion Podcast. This episode 83. And I'm Nick Mercer. And I'm Erin Gilfoyle. And before we talk to Shauna about the Brains Association of America, we will first like to thank our sponsor, Head Check Health. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by Head Check Health. Head Check Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. To our organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Hi, and welcome to Concussion Talks. Here we have Shauna with us to answer some questions for us about the Brain Injury Association of America and her career in law. So, Sean, how did you get started in your experience, uh, not only within the law and personal injury with brain injury survivors, but also with the Brain Injury Association there? Well, thanks for asking, because this has been a long evolution for me. Uh, I became involved in brain injury litigation years ago when I represented a client who was in a terrible head-on collision. And he had many injuries, a lot of fractures, and he was uh, in a coma. And as he started to recover from his physical injuries, we noticed that he was having difficulties that had nothing to do with uh, the fractures. He was having memory and cognition problems. He had problems multitasking and learning new things. And he just had problems going through the day-to-day tasks of everyday life. So... I had to do some research to find out what was going on, what was he was experiencing, and how it was related to his car accident, because none of these problems existed before the car accident. He was highly functioning and had no problems at all. So once I realized that this was related to a brain injury and it was caused by the, the impact of his vehicle, I started reading, I started attending courses, And I wanted to learn as much as I could about the nature of these injuries and their causes. So I became fascinated and realized there must be many types of injuries which are overlooked and undiagnosed because people are paying attention to what they consider are the most serious injuries. Um, And it's important that these people be fully and adequately represented. So that's how I began my journey of education. Uh, I took a course on 
brain anatomy and dissection, which was fascinating, a week where I was doing that, to understand the different regions of the brain and how they impacted a person's ability to function. One thing led to another. I started to represent more people who had sustained a brain injury. And uh, whether it was from negligence, like uh, a slip and fall or motor vehicle, or as a result of a misdiagnosed stroke or aneurysm or some other. As I became more involved and I handled more of these cases, uh, I became the chair of the Traumatic Brain Injury Litigation Group of the American Association for Justice. Through that, I became more involved with the Brain Injury Association of America, which I've always looked to for guidance and a better understanding of the complex and the multifaceted issues that are confronted by my clients. Uh, BIAA is the repository of accurate, detailed, and invaluable information and has been the voice of brain injury uh, for over 40 years. And their advocacy is necessary on a national level to ensure proper resources, funding, to raise awareness, promote education, research, and rehabilitation. So over the years, I participated in BIAA's advocacy efforts on both the state and the national level in attorney summit, educating other attorneys about this, sports concussion management forums, and the annual Brain Injury Awareness Day in Washington. We have a, an annual lobbying day in March. I joined the board of directors of BIAA to assist the association in all their efforts to raise public awareness about the full repercussions of this silent ep epidemic, to focus attention on the need for research, access to effective rehabilitation and treatment, and engage in strategic planning to support the mission to improve the quality of life for all those who've been impacted by brain injury. And I wanted to have a, a, a wider effect than I could have merely advocating on behalf of my own personal clients uh, to help more people. Uh, it's an honor and it's a privilege to contribute to the mission, to lead the association's board of directors and assist in providing help, hope and healing to all those who've been impacted by either acquired or traumatic brain injuries. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. The Brain Injury Association, I work for here in Newfoundland and Labrador. So that's a very particular interest of mine. Um, is there some mission, you mentioned the mission of the Brain Injury Association of America. What are some uh, programs and education opportunities that you would have and how much reach would you have across the country as part of the association? Well, we have nationwide. Uh, BIA is the oldest national and largest brain injury advocacy organization. And we have state chartered affiliates that deal with more local issues. Um, its mission is to advance awareness, research, treatment, education, and to improve the quality of life for all people affected by brain injury. And that means not only the people who have sustained brain injuries, the survivors, but their families and loved ones as well. Um, they operate the National Brain Injury Information Center, which is a clearinghouse for information and resources for individuals with brain injuries and families. And this is a hotline that's manned and people can find where to go and how to get things. 
BIA administers the Academy of Certified Brain Injury Specialists, which is a voluntary training and certification program to assure patients and their families that the care that they're getting by specialists throughout the U.S. and internationally is state-of-the-art. The training is provided by certified brain injury specialist trainers, and it's offered by many of the, uh, the state affiliates through conferences and events, and through many service providers who provide it for their staff. Um, or people can do a, a self-study program as well. Uh, certification ensures that those who provide services are well-educated in the field and provide a valuable uh, and marketable credential to those people who obtain it as the credential needs to be renewed every year. Um, we also have uh, a fundamentals course and certification, which is an all-new training and certificate program designed to address the unique needs and challenges of those who care for or encounter individuals with brain injury. So this includes non-licensed direct care staff persons, facilities, family members, which is very important that they get this training, friends, first responders, and others. And it aims to maximize participant engagement and application through an interactive work workbook, and they use real life examples so that people can relate to it. Uh, BIA also has a business and professional council, which is created to help brain injury providers stay abreast of public policy concerns, influence legislation through brain injury care industry, coordinated legislative action, because it's much more effective to have many groups involved in this than to just go on your own, and to ensure the delivery of high quality brain injury health care for all. BIAA has a 40-year track record, our 40th anniversary was this fall, in advancing public policy at the federal level and a robust public awareness program that includes an all-award-winning uh, award website, social media, and print publications. They have um, things on Instagram, Facebook, and it's, it's very well uh, distributed and, and publicized that way. And the association provides seed funding to researchers who are discovering cures for the many long-term and lifelong consequences of brain injuries. But there are, are lots of different initiatives um, that we have, which are constantly expanding, as you can imagine, as the need uh, expands, as the population grows. Um, so I'm, I'm very proud of the work that BIA does. Definitely. It sounds like it's certainly a wealth of knowledge and also a wealth of resources in terms of research for survivors and caregivers. You mentioned the uh, population expanding. I imagine that's shifted quite a bit within the past year with COVID-19 and how we know the effects of that can affect uh, the, our brains. And some of those symptoms mimic a lot of what brain injury survivors have experienced. What has BIAA uh, kind of incorporated with COVID-19 coming forward? Well, I'm going to ask because obviously with COVID-19, it is a burgeoning population that while it was a huge population before, this adds a whole new aspect. And it also means there is nobody 
that is immune from the really dire effects, which we're just still learning about. So it's not that our services and programs have changed because of COVID, but they have intensified. Um, we have dedicated an entire section of the website to COVID information and resources for both survivors and families so that everybody can access up-to-date, accurate information, which is obviously evolving as well as we start to learn more about it. Uh, we've advocated for insurance coverage of tele-rehabilitation, expanded funding for home and community-based services under Medicaid, and urged the National Institutes of Health to fund research on the cognitive implications for long COVID survivors. Again, this is something that we don't know anything about, but the tele-rehabilitation um, is one of the few ways we have of dealing with the required socialization, but these people who have exhibited symptoms are subject to so much in terms of feeling isolated anyway. And with COVID, they're really isolated. And so there has to be ways of getting, of communicating with them, of getting them resources and rehabilitation. So that's a wonderful thing. Um, BIA hosts frequent networking calls with all the state chartered affiliates and rehabilitation facility operators to continue the flow of information. We've offered free uh, webinars on COVID and made uh, several professional educational programs available for free. Our medical director emeritus, Dr. Gregory O'Shanick, participated in a webinar about up-to-date information about the importance of people with brain injuries getting vaccines and why it's so important and presenting all the information because there's so many um there's so much misinformation out there as to um you know possible side effects and uh, so he really wanted it was very very and it can be accessed on the biaa website next week we're offering a webinar for attorneys representing people who have sustained brain injuries and i'm going to be leading that webinar talking about you know, ethical responsibility of representing somebody with a brain injury and all the ramifications for Medicaid liens um, and other aspects that are all interrelated with that. Um, so it's not that we've diverted attention to COVID. We've just expanded because it's a much bigger population we do know some of the ramifications of, of COVID, some of the neurological, but it's this is going to have to be studied over a long period of time. Certainly so. The effects keep coming in and hopefully we'll keep combating this, but we know that BIA and many other resources are there to help us along that fight. Uh, this is just one of the issues that currently faces brain injury survivors in America. What would you say is the most prevalent issue that faces them today? Well, uh, it's hard to narrow down. There are so many issues, but I think before you get the threshold issues to me 
our awareness and understanding. You can't really address any of the other issues until you address those. Um, so individuals who have been injured need to be diagnosed, treated, and accepted. And, and key to that is the ability to diagnose. Uh, unfortunately... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot of times when people present to a medical facility or they contact their doctor and they have symptoms and they don't understand what they are um, and they may be related to brain injury. They may have other symptoms that are also going on, but these often are undetected and so they're unnoticed and they're undiagnosed. And if they're not diagnosed, they can't be treated. Um, so that's a big issue. Um, and that the education process is for everyone. It's not just for the public at large. It's doctors. When a, when a woman comes into a, a hospital and she has head injuries from domestic abuse and they're busy looking at fractures and black eyes and all kinds of things. But when you have injuries to the head and neck, that is there's a very high correlation between that and a brain injury, but they don't screen, nor have they been trained how to screen 
for brain injury. So that's a significant problem. Um, so doctors and other medical personnel, teachers with the kids who are coming in with sports concussions and they're not quite up to speed and they don't quite know what it is. Um, and, and people in the community all need to be aware of the causes and the significant consequences of brain injury, whether it's from falls and motor vehicle accidents to strokes or drug overdoses, um, domestic violence, and indeed COVID, um, where the range of neurological, long-term neurological injuries it seems to be expanding. They can all cause brain damage. And the question is whether or not it is detected, diagnosed, so that it can be treated. And the range of symptoms is so varied, it takes somebody with real knowledge and understanding to put the pieces together and get a composite view of the whole person uh, in order to properly diagnose it. So, you know, sometimes people think, well, you have to lose consciousness to have a brain. But that's very frequently not true. And, and so, and that's not determinative of whether or not there's a brain injury. There can be memory problems, uh, problems with cognition and confusion, or just headaches, um, dizziness and nausea, balance problems, weakness, coordination problems, lethargy, which is a, a big, um, one of the symptoms with COVID that even after people recover, they just don't have the same energy level. They are not able to perform in the same way they were. They can't concentrate for long periods of time. And it's very difficult as they're, you know, whether or not they're out on disability and, and people are not really understanding what it is. They said you recovered from COVID, but they haven't. Um, there's problems multitasking, um, speech problems, sensitivity to light and sound, and loss of smell, which is getting to be a, a big, you know, that's like one of the uh, prime indications. Um, any, any person can have any of these symptoms, and it depends on the individual. So it's, since with such a wide range, it's really hard and that's why uh, care providers really have to be trained to look for and to ask the right questions in order to ascertain what's been going on. So, mm -hmm. but, but it's like that's kind of my first goal is to make sure that people receive a prompt and correct diagnosis because that's the threshold, that's the beginning for anything else you wanna do. So, yeah. And you mentioned before, too, that the physical uh, injuries are often considered the serious ones, but brain injuries are so often invisible, and you don't always notice right away what could be happening. But we've touched a lot on the issues and challenges that face brain injury survivors. Uh, I kind of just wanted to end on maybe some messages of hope. What are some campaigns that BIA have done and what are some messages of hope that you personally have experienced within your work with brain injury survivors? Well, I never want anybody to lose hope because there is hope and um, 
and there are better treatments, better treatment protocols that are happening. We are doing much more in terms of uh, research for cures. Uh, but my my personal hope is that we can reach survivors much sooner in the process. And that part of that goes into the whole issue of diagnosis because it is a process. Um, and because once they reach the IAA, we can help them find the information and resources they need to recover the mac to the maximum extent possible. And whether they need qualified doctors or therapists, or support groups, not only for the survivors, but their families, a job coach, or something else. The needs are really broad and diverse, just like the survivors. So with varied symptoms and varied mechanisms of injury, it's not all happening in the same way. And various diverse people affected by brain injury, it helps survive our new survivor-based um, camp awareness campaign for 2021, which is the More Than My Brain Injury campaign. And it aims to destigmatize the injury and highlight the diversity of the brain injury community and empower those who have survived. So BIAA works to educate and reduce the stigma associated with brain injury for the 5.3 million Americans and growing who live with brain injury related disabilities. People should never be defined by their disabilities. And it's amazing how they find mechanisms to overcome. Survivors are truly amazing people and they have individual stories to tell and they can't be grouped together in not in one lump group and they're not defined by their injuries. They're rather defined by their perseverance and their ability to transform their lives after they sustain these injuries. They're in so many different ways, whether by trauma, a stroke, oxygen deprivation by somebody trying to strangle you, uh, sports concussions and neurotoxic poisoning. It is a significant public health crisis and it now has an additional cause, which is COVID-19. So this campaign was created by listening to survivors, really understanding who they are, what they need, what's important to them, uh, support group leaders and advocates, and realizing it's important to not only draw attention to the health and, and life issues stemming from brain injury, but to draw attention to the different mechanisms of injury, as well as the incredible diversity and strength in this community. Brain injuries do not discriminate. Uh, they can happen anytime, anywhere, to anyone. And, and so there is nobody who is immune. But this is a real uplifting campaign with many personal examples of those who have prevailed. So the campaign will spotlight individuals who have sustained brain injuries in different ways. And they show and they demonstrate that that is not going to stop them from pursuing goals and being a, a whole human being. So uh, I, I find it very uplifting because I, I find a lot of these campaigns, when, when you're dealing with very serious issues, is that you're focused on doom and gloom as opposed to, um, no, there is life after this and people do figure out ways to persevere 
if they are given the appropriate uh, both medical, medical and social and rehabilitative support. Certainly, it certainly sounds inspiring as well. Um, where would people be able to find this information? Okay, so uh, you have to go to the Brain Injury Association of America website, mm -hmm. and you can also access from, from the website uh, a lot of different in information about the uh, brain injury certification. Uh, you can find, you can access the webinars, like the one that Dr. Oshanik did on uh, the importance of vaccines. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's, it's a tremendous um, resource for information. Um, so the, it's uh, www. Oh, okay. PIAUSA.org, <laughs> uh, I believe. Okay. But if they just if they just uh, type in uh, Brain Injury Association of America, they'll they'll find it. Um, but there's uh, just a, a multitude of resources there, and webinars, and articles, and um, uh, and it's constantly expanded. That's amazing. Thank you so much for answering my questions there, Nick. Did you have any? Uh, I have some more questions. I just want to remark. I just want to think about the uh, my volume is a little hard. Um, the when I mean, you're saying that you know people know you know COVID actually I know someone has had COVID and lost their smell and we don't know how long that lasts forever but also I'm not I'm I should definitely state I'm not a doctor so I don't know this for the, how it all works and everything but I mean but I know that losing your sense of smell can be a symptom of say Parkinson's and uh, so if someone comes in a few years time and says to the doctor I can't smell. That's did you have COVID ten years ago? That's it. Oh yeah, I had COVID. It's like, oh, that's why. They, they could be, could be that they actually also have, have Parkinson's disease and or had Parkinson's disease and, and didn't lose their smell because of COVID, and uh, and then or something like that, or like an issue that such as that that would just be missed because of other other diseases, which is often the case. But um, yeah, that's really if you want to say if there's anything. Add on that, but that was just a thought. Um, and also, I was just I'll give Aaron a chance to because they brought up when you guys were talking about the uh, the 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 fund. I know it's a fundraiser for NLBI come, coming up next Saturday, the 27th. So, Aaron, did you want to? I don't know if I've already have your I have information here in front of me, but if you want to talk about that, that uh, yeah. For uh, us personally at the Newfoundland Labrador Brain Injury Association, we aim to try to reach as many resources as the Brain Injury Association of America, but of course we're a small province and you guys are a very large country. Yeah. Um, we have a fundraiser next Saturday with the Memorial University, our local university's um, nursing charity ball. Information for that can be found on our own Instagram page, NL Brain Injury Association, and along with the podcast, Concussion Talks has posted about it where you'll also be able to find a link to this interview. Well, uh, Nick, yes. that's, you know, the, the question you raised about anosmia is very interesting. And that's yeah. a part of that is because when somebody comes in and they have a symptom, yeah. a doctor has to do a differential diagnosis. And, yeah. it, and it's not, so it's not just saying, well, you have a symptom and therefore you have this. They have yeah. to go through 
because there are lots of causes of, of anosmia, or loss of smell, yeah. uh, and and it's and you may have overlapping causes, right? Exactly. So one of, one of the things I learned, which I thought was fascinating, is most of the people who have anosmia from a brain injury usually have it uh, monolateral, only one nostril, and one of the telltale signs that they have then developed COVID after that is it becomes bilateral, which is not usually the way it is. But there, there are a whole lot of tests that you have to do just because you have one symptom, one symptom yeah. and be associated with lots of different um, uh, issues, you know? So whether it's Parkinson's or whether it's COVID or whether it's a brain injury or whether you have you know, it could be traumatically induced Parkinson's. I mean, yeah. you know, this exactly. is a lot, but it's it's just one symptom, and it's a question of putting together the constellation of all the symptoms, yeah. and yes. and doing a really uh, thorough history and figuring out the cause. Yes, I just said like the thorough differential diagnosis is very important, and uh, yeah, I mean that's really. Mm -hmm. It's certainly things. one of those main issues that you raised about needing that first and foremost. Right. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate thank you so much. And good luck with your fundraiser. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sean. Sean, Sean. I say one word and I mess up, but anyway, thank you, Sean. That's perfect. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.